All right, folks, it's another Thursday here at the Big O Boat Wrestling Podcast. We're going to jump into the PWI 100 tag team list um, and a lot of other things to talk about with AEW. Uh, one being the Briscoes and the ROA situation and being banned from TV. Two, that promo from Ricky Starks. And then on the other half of the show, we're going to talk some NXT as they get ready to get back on the road and some other things as it looks like it may be a new day in NXT. So, yeah, folks, we got a big and loaded show for you tonight. So let's get started right now. and welcome back for another episode of the big go belt wrestling podcast your usual trio here because the other two are you know always got shit to do so you never know if they're going to show up or not but it's uh myself will and jamal getting ready to get down for hour of pro wrestling talk gentlemen how you feeling all right it is a thursday night the week's almost over and i'm starting to feel the holiday spirit just a little bit <laughs> okay, if Mariah Carey gets played on this podcast. You are banned for life. <laughs> yeah, we get shut. We get shut down real quick. I'm sure. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got a lot to talk about, and we're going to just start off with, uh, as usual, when the PWI list comes out. We just take a look at the list, uh, get our thoughts about it, anybody that stands out to us, um, or any other debate we can uh, pick from out of that. But then we'll switch over um, and talking um, a little bit more direct about some things in. AEW. Uh, but yeah, looking at the top 10 list, which, you know, for us, and we we, we cover the list for years now. Um, and we we always talk about how you know there are guidelines and and and, and merits in terms of how they rank these folks, but at the end of the day, when it gets released and it gets on Twitter, it's just a bonfire from there. So we just look at it <laughs> and just you know give our assessment, our personal assessment, not the law not the rule just whatever it may be so looking at the top uh 10 list we have the usos at number one ftr number two the briscoes number three death triangle at number four f fwc at five rk bro at six uh the seven oc eight the young bucks nine the hex ten violence is forever um and the rest of the list is there uh, which we all have the list in front of us. So, gentlemen, uh, starting with you, Jamal, uh, just your thoughts and assessment of the list. Anybody that jump out to you, anybody you think is a little high, anybody thinks a little low, anybody you do not see, what's your thing? What's your thoughts? Uh, well, the, the biggest thing about the list is um, I am generally okay with it. There isn't any, any like, super glaring omissions. Um I do like the fact that it is a mix. It's just 
Uh, there are some men's teams. There are some women's teams. There are some intergender teams. Um, and I also like the fact that they come from all over the world. Uh, you know, there's some Mexico, there's a lot of U.S., and there's some Japan. Um, there's some names that I don't know, and there's some names that I do know, and there's some names that should be higher, and whatever, and it's still a list. And, and the bottom line is, is that it's a PWI list, so it's mostly fan service anyway. Uh, I really don't know why the list is such a polarizing topic for people, because it's their list. Um, as far as the Usos being number one, well, they're the most prominent team on the number one wrestling show in the world. Why wouldn't they be number one? I mean, it's a popularity contest. They're the, on the you know biggest show in the world. Why wouldn't they be there? Um, FTR being number two. Well, they're on the second biggest show, uh, <laughs> you know, in, in the world. So that's uh, that's a thing also. So. Um, I think the Briscoes being number three is interesting, considering uh, the work that they've been doing on the indies and and you know people bring it up, just dredging the lake of old business with them, you know ten year old you know uh, things that were said and stuff like that. Um, when so the question was who do I think should be higher? Um, I really really think that uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks. I didn't know they were an actual tag team. But if we're still going to go with that, okay, sure. Uh, they're at 19. I thought they should be lower than that. Uh, the Magical Sugar Rabbits, Yuga Sakazaki and Bazooki, I would put them a lot higher than 23. Um, it's good to see CDK in there, the Calamari Drunken Kings. It's good to see uh, the Iron Savages in there. Uh, you know, so, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a decent list. Um, obviously, it's not my list, but I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Number 21 really stands out for me. Not really for me, but for Will. Um, the Kingdom. Because I know no. Will truly wish they were a lot higher. And if it wasn't for Will, it would absolutely be those three magical fans of theirs that absolutely see discrepancy in this list. Oh, the, 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 the Kingdom honeys or whatever, whatever they call themselves, I am sure they are taking a lot of umbrage with this list. They are probably more upset than the folks who... Uh, are, are pushing why FTR didn't get that number one spot because they hold all those belts. Um, I think the list is fine. I, I really, I think the big surprise to me is what an eclectic mix is in this list, how they really mixed it up between you got international teams, you got indie teams. I mean, my God, violence is forever. Dom Garini and Kevin Koo are number 10. So that that's like... An indie team being put in the top 10, I think that's a pretty darn big deal. So it, it's a fun, I think it's a fun mix of uh, teams from all over the place in here. I, I like it. And my, my take on uh, FTR and the Usos in the, in the top two spots, since that's why I see the most conversation about this week. As Jamal said, Usos are on the biggest platform. They're in the middle of a record-setting tag title reign. And then to add on top of all that, they are in the highest profile storyline in the wrestling business today. So to me, that gives them number one. Even in a kayfabe world where FTR holds all the gold, except those AEW tag titles, the platform and just the visibility of the Usos, I think puts them just a slight spot higher. But I think it's a cool list. That's my take on it. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know both of them 
are phenomenal tag teams and in the perfect world we would love to see them be able to mix it together um so i love the fact that uh when you for me when you talk about fantasy matches and dream matches and whatnot i, I look at the, the the top four teams and you you hope in one day they can all get uh Get, in, get get some matches in together but yeah i mean yeah for you, you I, I definitely share the same sentiments about you all about the usos and ftr and I, I don't i don't have a problem with this at all and there and, and the one thing i will give the usos the edge is, is that they're present each and every week but that's not ftr's fault and as they've been very vocal about not being on the pay-per-views and not actually having uh, stories each week you know and, and they are you know one of the biggest draws in the company I could, yeah, I, I, I can totally see why that could be means to ask why, um, you know, you'll have them at number two. Uh, but the number three is the Briscoe brothers. Um, that really seems to have uh, folks uh, <laughs> feathers roughed. Um, and there's been some firing the tweets going off to one number. The, the Briscoe, Jay Briscoe tweeting that imagine if we weren't banned from TV, Usos my ass and the Usos responded back saying a lot of salty tag teams out here, huh? Huh? We, we're the ones. So I, I to kind of move on to our next thing is, well, okay. What, what is the deal with the Briscoes and being banned on TV? Because when I initially heard this, I thought it was a rumor. And then I started to wonder how and why, because for whatever reason that they got the Briscoes banned from TV, because they've never appeared on AEW Dynamite. But Nick Gage has, right? Yep. Oh, yes, absolutely. And what am I missing here? And and it's not to say that I don't think Nick Gage should have been on TV. I'm just saying, well, we all very much know and Dark Side of the Ring. And so now all the whole world knows. <laughs> so just make this make sense. What am I missing about the Briscoes here while they are not on TV? Because I'm completely in the dark with this one. Uh, the Briscoes said a thing that they that you can't really shouldn't have said that that they definitely can't say now. Uh, Ten something years ago on Facebook, that resurfaced almost immediately when the uh, uh, Briscoes and FTR were going through their uh, building their match for SuperCard or something like that. And then the next thing you know, never happened on TV. Okay. And then they had the one match on Supercar. Then they had a second match on Super on uh, Death Before Dishonor or whatever. Then they're having another match of Final Battle, and that's it. Okay, to be banned from TV, and we're and we're talking about AEW, so we're talking about Warner Discovery, Warner Max. Media, yep, Max, the Max, <laughs> the, the Max, Max. <laughs> yeah, the, the Max, the Max boys. So, so to be banned from TV is a executive and beyond decision coming from the not necessarily. Well, not well, necessarily. Why, why wouldn't Khan get out in front of it and say like, hey, um, no. Then, then why are they, I, I, well, then why are they employed alluded, then? I think he's alluded enough to it now enough in the press conferences where he's, you know, said that he'd like to use them, but he can't. So I think he's tilted his hand enough to make it clear that it's not up to him. If it was up to him, he'd be using them but clearly the words coming from somewhere else that he can't do it. Well, I also think that he could just be erring on the side of caution. I mean, it, it, it would be, I mean, just, just to nip it in the bud before it even becomes a thing. We're not even talking about the fact that like whatever they would do or the promos that they would be allowed to cut and stuff like that. Don't even go down that road. 
just just take them off TV. Just don't even put them on TV to begin with. Have the match, but the match is behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what they did. You know, they didn't do anything. They, well, you could have put them on dark. You could have no, they haven't even seen an audience. Yeah. The only Paper time they've seen an audience is so you're telling me that, that Warner Brothers said they can't be in the building? No, I don't buy that. Yeah, that, that's I don't buy that at all. Yeah, okay. And I'm pretty sure they bet in the building because I think we we had heard went around when the ROH deal happened that they came back. They were backstage at a show. I'm pretty sure we had heard about right. that at but, some point. Yeah, but, if you, but if you're telling me that Warner Brothers Discovery or whoever in the hell literally said we don't want these employees not of our company to be in the building, no, that's not how contractors work. Yeah, I just I just don't I just don't see that. Right. And again, so, you know, uh, my my focus and and I, I come. Uh, pretty much say for Jamal as well too is like you know for for our knowledge and and experience with how networks are done and 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 how decisions are done and right now the Max Boys uh, everything they're doing is highly publicized you know all the decisions that they're making it would be it wouldn't even be a rumor if a decision came from that high was trickled all the way down this low and I really don't see that actually happening I mean this is the Briscoes is not making or losing money for them. So I don't see them <laughs> sending, sending right. a message way down the pipeline and saying, ah, those right. folks that aren't even really employed by us, we don't want them on TV. If yeah. that's the case, if that's the case, if, if there is a sophistication in terms of that, then there, there will be a roster of a lot more talent that they say we don't want. But don't don't still, want them to come through. You mean to tell me that, like, you know, I'm not going to say the hottest, and I'm not even going to, you know, but like uh, an anticipated feud uh, that's been bubbling under the surface. The it best ab- you can do is carry that feud out on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. No, and- I think what happened was Khan saw the storm brewing on the horizon, said, no, we ain't going down this road. And in the same way, uh, AEW came to D.C. Cool. You know who they like to put the hometown kid on the uh, front and center on the market on the uh, the poster. Because, you know, selling tickets. Where was Nyla Rose? Well, see, the problem is, is that people, whether they're from here or not, like to target Nyla Rose for completely unjustifiable reasons. So Khan probably sees the horizon and goes, you know what? We're not even going to give him the ammunition. Mm. Could, so, so you think that's the deal? He's he's using the corporate excuse at, to deflect I don't even think him actually. I, don't, I really don't think he's alluding to the corporate excuse. I think he's alluding to the fact that it's not worth the fight. This isn't the hill that he wants to die on. No, no, I do think it's the corporate excuse because, again, the language is we're, be, we're banned from TV. What does that right. mean? <laughs> what does right. that mean? Because so that, that is a very interesting from, way to word it. But have they been, have from, they been on YouTube? Um, from their air. Right. So the, YouTube is not a Warner Brothers property. Yeah. So, yeah, that again. Right. So they're banned from easy fix. TV, literal TV. And the fact that we haven't seen the Briscoes on anything, yeah. not just TV. They cut their own promos at the chicken farm out there in Delaware <laughs> when they were doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. FTR responded with their own promos, probably backstage at AEW. Yeah. That's what that was. So you're telling me they banned it from YouTube too? That's a Google issue. That's not Warner Brothers. <laughs> I mean, geez, the, the ass boys had to make the match happen last night by pulling out the dog hollers for him. It's like we got to make a pay-per-view match with guys we can't even put on our show. Right. <laughs> so it's so it's not I, I really don't think that there's somebody on a top floor in New York on Sixth Avenue going, they said what? Oh, hell no. 
or they saw yeah. promos of the Briscoes with the Confederate flags in their uh, in their bandanas that they used to walk around with, or they saw the promos from old ROH and I don't think some suit in New York looking out of his window at Grand Central Station is going. There is no way in the blue hell that what what's his name Mick Mark no him and the and the other one with with toothless and more teeth will never be on my TV. I don't think John Warner Brothers is saying that. What I do that's, that's think a- is is that Khan sees the the storm brewing on the horizon, and he gives the uh, the internet of haters and detractors a lot of ammunition to throw to take shots at him in the same way that they did with Nick Gage. Nick Gage is a felon. He used a pizza cutter. Domino's, you should look into this. <laughs> I think he's he's been down that road before, and he learned from Nick Gage and said, you know what? Not going to give you the satisfaction. But we have in the match, and you got to pay for it. So I could be completely oblivious here, but, like, are the Briscoes just – are they just workers? They're wrestlers. They're workers. Have right. they been problematic in the last 10 years? doesn't matter. I know what their image looks like, and I absolutely know the crowd that they bring. But I honestly, I haven't found them to be problematic since. The, I mean, like, they don't get on Twitter doing all their hot stuff. They just oh, barely got a sir, Twitter just now. I hate to you, break it to you. You're not woke. <laughs> yeah you're, yeah 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 let me let me see your let me see your hand so i can so you can throw out th- throw woke up for me i'm not woke right nope you're out you're you are asleep right now clearly <laughs> C- clearly <laughs> no, but this is the thing though it doesn't matter what you did five minutes ago because people are going to pull a tape in high definition from 15 years ago and go i'm not saying this just happened but watch this completely yeah. out of context completely out of out of character uh, for something that was relevant 15 years ago. Yeah, it's a... And also, to be I, fair, I, they were heels back in 08 yeah. when they were you know, big-time heels in Ring of Honor dredging that, you know, Proud Boy shit up before that was even in the national consciousness. Yeah, They that, can't be Oath Keeper wrestlers now. They <laughs> were then. But that was also 2000, 2008. Yeah, it was, I mean, what happened was a long time ago i think the big one that po- people point to is there is a tweet where jay briscoe straight up said if you try to teach in, in re- regarding you know homosexuality stuff homosexuality stuff that you try to teach that to my kid i will shoot you so that's out there in writing so right. that's i think a big part of the problem it's like what was said was and, and so substantial they won't say the apology there. that came after they won't say yeah. the lesson that was learned afterwards they won't say him coming out and saying like okay you know what yeah i, I just there's been tons of apologies they've they've donated that. money and that, Over that's, 10 that's years. The, yeah and that's the and, flip side of it i'll make, make it clear since i did just say what was said on there to make it clear all i've ever heard in recent years from anybody that works with them any company anywhere is that there's no issues. They're not like that. They're completely different. It's like completely not an issue in any way, shape, or form. Everyone, nah. I can't think of anyone that hasn't gone to bat for them and tried to be like, you know, hey, it ain't like that. You know, yeah. it ain't like that. Maybe, even if it was then, it ain't like that now. You well, know? I have, as the kids say, receipts, and then and don't look at the date, but right. these are the receipts that people like to pull up. And that's the same thing with Nyla Rose. It's the same thing with uh, Nick Gage. It's the same thing with Chris Jericho. There were signs in the audience that says, where was your wife on January 6th? Yeah, he's never going to be able to dodge that. He's never going to be able to dodge that. Unfortunately, screenshots live forever. It's 
the world we live in. It's worse than plastic. And I'll be honest, too. It's easy to look at the Briscoes and stereotype them. And again, you, you know, regardless of that, and you see the crowd that they bring, it's it's easy to kind of draw connections here. But as Will said, and, and, and folks we've known that work with them in the same locker rooms as them. And I've, and I've again, I've never heard anything bad because as you talk about receipts, people got screenshots. But also people got recordings, videos, pictures, and everything. And you know that they've been present everywhere. And if, if they there have was, done anything, if there was more recent stuff, we would know all about it. It'd be mm-hmm. all over the place. There's a reason mm-hmm. you have to go all the way back to 2012 or whatever it is to pull something up. So my my biggest issue is if AW is offering rehabilitation. How is that not even a discussion here? When but that's there lies the problem. We no, had but, them but, from what? But it, again, that was, that was because, that's, that's, because that's the goddamn world we live in now. We're just like, oh, this happened forever ago. Oh, okay. It's, what, it's, what, it's what, coming what, up again. Okay. We're going to make you do the thing. To your point, though, their penance is not being able to be on TV. Their penance is the not being able to be on AEW film, they can't even punishment. take pictures of them. It's punishment. Stop. I mean, you have a marquee matchup for, in the third and however long the series is going to go at the pay per view for a, a fever dream that is the promotion, and it could and it was a match that's people <laughs> hate to admit it's their match of the year, uh, um, the revival versus Briscoe's part two, mm-hmm. and you you're setting up the, the third one, which I believe is this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep, Saturday, right. And you can't sell it on TV for the money. Khan is trying to get you to pay $40 for Ring of Honor. And they casually drop that the match of the year candidate is having another match with a, with a massive stipulation. And he can't talk about it on TV because he gets the gun club to do it for him. I'm just saying, think about that process. Over the money, they said, nah, sit your ass down somewhere. We will see you in Texas. <laughs> because they don't I, want to give the internet the satisfaction of bringing up that shit again. It's just weird. It's just weird to me because I think when you have a platform, when you have all the money you have, when you have influence, you can be part of the change. And what you did for Sammy Guevara, who, you know, what he did was a lot more close and relevant. And even though it happened before he was employed, you did a PR move with him, by example, to show when we have problematic talent. It's handled up front, present, and clear as day. 4K. You did it. You is, sit it is it handled up close and present, though? Because when Jimmy Havoc got fired, he oh, had to shadow run. Oh, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's definitely double standards here and right. some as that. But I, I, again, I think it should be one of those things where it's like, hey, blah, 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 DUI. We want to address that blah, 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 had a DUI. We want to help. We want to provide resources. Blah, blah, blah. We're aware of what was said online by blah, blah, blah. We have offered sensitivity training, whatever type of rehabilitation is adequate for whatever the the incident was, and we will evaluate their status afterwards. Regardless if you want to use them again on TV, regardless of it, you can help the entire wrestling community by offering something that had not always been available for people then. And I think, again, you talk about something that happened 10 years ago. Fine. Their talent, you use them. 
there's a desire to use them. Fuck the internet and Reddit and all your Reddit buddies and all that other mm, stuff. Imagine saying that. I know, right? And but being still, Tony Khan, just saying. It's still, but like it, these things should be done. It, it, to me, and the Briscoe's got to be really nice guys because as casual as they're being about this, about like this accepting a punishment and just letting it be, they obviously are missing out on a lot of money. They're all obviously still missing out on a lot are of publicity. P- potentially. A well, contract's well, a contract. Well, I mean, like, well, I mean, like, well supposedly this kept them out of WWE, too. I mean, I'm not going to pretend to know their finances, but I will say is that they've got three pay-per-view dates in a row from AEW. Okay, cool. Whatever that looks like. And also... That notoriety, if they want to work full time, they can. They don't wait, have wait, to. wait. So they only can work pay per views because it's not on. It's not on Warner TV. And you're saying they got three dates set up? Is that what you just said? Well, they had they did two matches already. Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. I think this will yeah, be yeah, the yeah, third. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the pay per view. I mean, my still. point is, is that the Briscoes at forty plus, uh, if they don't have to work, I mean, that, that, that's let's let's be clear. If they did have to work, they would because they definitely have the clock to do so. No, for sure. They're not struggling here, but they're right. extra, so that's what, extra money. Like, extra they're missing out of money. money. That's not relevant. No, I mean, extra money is still extra money still. You know, they're not opening up a lemonade stand. I'm saying they're, I'm saying they're good. Yeah. They're in a place where they can do they're not, this. And they're do not, they have no reason to be desperate here. But I mean, at the same time, too, they still it still could be, the posture could be totally different here. They can definitely be like, we don't understand why. And obviously, extreme amount of PR work would be needed for them to say something sophisticated here because that's just what it is but for them to understand that hey listen we understand that we're in front of a new audience we understand that some of you all have met, never watched uh, ROH and we can't blame you because who stays up after MASH and we understand that like while we're being valued and showcased in a high you know publicized uh, magazine in the PWI we may be new to some of y'all some of y'all may have heard the bad shit about us we're extremely sorry for the things we said on this date. Back, 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 back. Then does not reflect who we are. We're looking to donate. We're looking to go to rehabilitation on with the program. Why would they do that? Like, like seriously, seriously. Because again, it's just I, the I, world no, no, we like, live I'm in. Saying, like, I understand what you're saying as, as far as like damage control. Yeah. However, um, the better way to to handle that would be to not put them on TV in the first place to not give people that ammunition. But to still have the match that would just let the wrestling speak for itself, and two times over it did. I, I, I mean, really think that that's kind of they kind just, of had a measured response, and it's just, been just, a lucrative just, for both parties. There's two coins here because, like, yeah, you respect the wrestling for what you're saying, yeah, for sure. But also, there's still the image that's that's tainted. The character is tainted, and and and, and the biggest thing I can correlate this to is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart again had to apologize. He could have easily just deny and 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 says, "Listen, I'm not." A, first of all, he did say, "I'm not going to apologize" when he was going to host the Oscars. Well, no, uh, he said, "I'm Grammys. not going to apologize again," because he went on his apology tour, and Already? then after X number of months and weeks and whatever came, that was, came up again. Once he got a new gig, came up again. <laughs> right. Once his name came up again, and he said, "Look, I ain't, uh, look. I'm done apologizing for that. I've already said what I needed to say. Uh, you could either take that for what it is. If you don't yep. believe it, you never will." If you yeah. like it, I love it. Cool. We move on. Oh, we need to apologize so that we can move forward with the Oscars. What am I doing it then? Because I've already apologized. I'm not going to say anything differently than I said before. It's on tape. Watch the mm-hmm. tape. So if yeah. you're the Briscoes, it's the same way. Now, can we move forward with this match? Sure. Because it, realistically, if you're them and they're like, well, you know, you got to do the PR tour. Actually, I don't. 
Because where was the Briscoes wrestling in the last month? I don't know. Hulk, Indies, sure. a bunch of places. So since we've know. established that they're not exactly starving for, for, for wrestling or starving for uh, a lucrative payday, starving for AEW money, they can just do the work and be out. This is about legacy at this point. I, I really don't think this is the PR, oh, we need to submit ourselves. Well, PWI put him at number three. All right, cool. I mean, for a group that hasn't been on TV, it can't be on TV. PWI put him on number three, assuming that that means something to you. Because apparently it can't if you're certain people. But I digress. Yeah. So now, I, so the number three in the PWI, they have the third pay-per-view in a row in what's being dubbed a classic series now for all time for AEW. And they've done all of this without being on TV. Fuck it. <laughs> Hey, let's let's go to the next thing before we get to our break. So we got Ricky Starks last night cutting a hell of a promo uh, across the ring from MJF. Last week we talked about MJF and what MJF means to being the face of the company. That's a good conversation we spent an extensive time with last week. You can listen to last week's episode. But as we mentioned last week, we always we we also talked about other pillars of AEW: Darby Allen, Ricky Starks. Uh, Jungle Boy, MJF, um, and to to focus on Ricky Starks. Before I had ever seen him wrestle, I had heard numerous folks say this guy has it up mm-hmm. and down the board. Um, to the first time I, you know, him being signed, I was super excited because this is um, a part of what I felt AEW is going to be. Signing the folks who's doing the hard work, who just may not be a uh, WWE quality or sports entertainment quality, but are damn good wrestlers. Um, and 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 this new generation of wrestlers and what they're going to look like, what they're going to bring. I couldn't hear nothing but good things, but about Ricky Starks, about this. This is going to be the next big star. Um, really got up and close and personal with him with Rose to the Top, the TNT show, uh, Cody Rose O's show, um, and getting the behind the scenes about who he was as a person, uh, what he dealt with with the injury, how he kept himself relevant, him on commentary to him getting back, uh, amazing feuds, um, you know, being the uh, FTW champion, champion for matters of reasons and still kind of making it work. To not really being in the title picture for a while. I mean, the tad things with Hobbs was kind of working out. Again, then the feud with Hobbs really worked out for the two of them, if you ask me. But now being in the main event, the title picture with MJF, uh, will uh, talk me through the promo, man. Like, what was your thoughts about it? Um, and the biggest question now is: <laughs> Is it time to look the other way and look a tour? So, Ricky starts, sir. We've Starkey. been. Lord knows we have all been uh, carrying the torch of Ricky Starks for a while. That, that is nothing new. We've been, we've been wanting him to have his chance. And last night, the stars finally aligned. He wins the Battle Royal, and he gets to yeah. face off with MJF in the ring. And they each got a mic. And Lord knows tons of people who watch AEW would tell you MJF is like the best talker in AEW. Hell, some of them would probably tell you MJF is the best talker in wrestling. But last night he met his match, someone that can go toe to toe with him in his own way and fire back in a way that people took notice. If people didn't know that Ricky Starks could handle a mic, they learned last night that he could handle a mic. And 
a lot of times I think, you know, a good way of putting it is you'll hear about, well, you know, the, the, the champ had to bring someone up to his level or the champ had to, you know, help, help him along or the champ had to, you know, make this guy a main eventer. That's not what happened last night. Ricky Starks took that step. He took the mic and he took the step himself to where it was his work on the mic, his presence, his presentation that made him stand out last night. He very easily could have gotten eaten up in that segment and just, you know, clowned on and it could not have, you know, it could have gone really bad for him, but it didn't. It worked. It worked really damn well. He hit a home run. That crowd in Texas was all about Ricky Starks last night. So time and place, hell, did it help him? Absolutely. Does it carry over to the show next week? I don't know. But anyone watching that show last night, he's got, Ricky Starks has more momentum coming out of that show last night than who knows if he'll ever have it again. So the talk to me is this. Yeah, he may have made MJF champ, but Ricky Starks is white hot coming out of last night. And I don't know, of the two of them to me, I'm a hell of a lot more into Ricky Starks. You you want to wipe the slate clean on the last couple of months, make the spice things up going into the new year, kind of reset things or just make things kind of more exciting in AEW, turn some heads. I am not against the idea of next week on Dynamite, go all the way with Ricky Starks, have him shock the world and make him AEW champion. Is Ricky Starks time now? I say yes. Ricky Starks time is now. Yeah, this is where I I generally disagree because (laughs) I want to believe you. And the problem is I don't believe Tony Khan believes you. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. And and, and, and the thing is, is that the reason why I say that is because the match next week is not just for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. It's for the ring and the title. Mm-hmm. So if the prophecy comes true and Starks does what he says he's going to do, it takes everything away from, from Friedman, who's a three-time Diamond Ring winner, um, and he's the current champion. It takes all of those things away from him. Uh-oh. Now, Friedman wouldn't fall far from the top, and Starks would get to, to be in the spot that he's arguably earned since really he stepped since he, since he broke his neck and came back. Now, I want to agree with you, and I, and I do agree that that would be fantastic if at a specialty show in Texas, you know, because again, Starks cut his teeth in Texas, that Austin crowd was the perfect venue for him because Wrestle Circus existed, and guess where they were based out of? So that crowd knows who Ricky Starks is. Ooh, Austin man. is arguably a second home. And I, and I don't know if you caught it in the crowd where he pointed to some woman that could have been his parents because yep. he doesn't live in New Orleans anymore. So, yes, is the time now? Possibly. I don't think Khan believes you, though, <laughs> because he's invested so much time into Friedman. He's given this kid a two-year-long promo with Wardlow. The payoff wasn't foreseen, but what are you going to do? And then that whole thing, he went away. He came back over the summer. Um, that deal, uh, I think Stark says something prominent that nobody's really talking about. You got out politics by somebody else. Interesting. <laughs> but, you know, I digress. I want to believe you. Starks believes you. Khan 
I don't think he does. <laughs> and here's and, and the biggest problem with that is, is that making if they had made the match just for the ring, because the ring doesn't do anything. I don't think it has. It's not like money in the ring championship or anything like that. So the ring is just the ring. But if he takes that, then that's step one. And we move on to something else down the road, maybe in January. Because they still have like the best of 22 series between the Bucks and F and um, uh, hell, uh, Death Triangle. So that is a thing that they really, really, really could have played out. But if Friedman wins, and I think he will win because of the heat that he would get as the world's biggest heel, crushing that you know, the dreams of Ricky Starks, what happens to Starks after that? And yeah. that's the problem. Starks has a lot right. more to lose than Friedman because exactly. it's cool if you talk to yourself up, you do all of these things, you smack the mole off of his neck and then lose, and you become Sean Spears. Yeah, that's the problem. And that's, and that's, 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 that's the, I, I really think that they booked themselves into a corner, possibly because they never saw Ricky Starks as the guy. They're not at this level, not taking the not taking no. the torch like this. And I don't I don't think they saw thing. that crowd last night. Yeah, when, I, when, I, when they envisioned this. I tell you what, though, I, I tell you why this is interesting. Uh, when AEW was founded, we're, we're, we're going to cut to our break in a second, but when AEW was founded, there was a lot of different people at the table in terms of with titles. And then slowly those titles started to go away, and then Thanos slowly started to collect those Infinity Rings, and the people started to get snapped. Now, I could be dangerously wrong here, but by what we were seeing, what we were being shown on Rose to the Top, Starts comes off as a Cody guy. Starks comes off as somebody that Cody completely believed in. Cody went out the way to recruit, and I'm and I'm and I'm sure. While Omega had his folks, Cody had his folks that he wanted to bring in. You can tell folks that got that Cody edge, the Nightmare Factory side to them. And Starks comes off as one of them. I think well, that I, I, I'm going to I'm going to add a little bit of sauce to that and say that Starks and Sammy were a tag team on the Indies. They both worked Wrestle Circus together. And Sammy's a Cody guy, because guess who gave him his last match? So I, I you know, so I'm going to add a little bit of sauce to that and say I think you're onto something there. And I, and I think that's the that's really the issue here too. You're talking about book, book like if if Cody had been around, I think this conversation is tweaked with this little bit more reassurance and confidence of how this could go. But now that Thanos has all the Infinity Rings and he obviously going to make all the calls, you kind of got to look around and say like ah. I don't know. It's impossible to not think that the starts couldn't be in this position. It's impossible to think that starts couldn't go from town to town, city to city and get the ovation that he gets from all these times. Hell, no matter where he gets on the card, he gets a pop. He'll, I think the biggest problem is you don't know if you want to cheer a Buddhist guy, but you're getting a re- he's getting a reaction one way or another. So last night, I got by what you're saying, it, it doesn't it doesn't come off to me as a surprise because people reacted to him. And I I did watch the promo, and it's exactly who I thought he always is to be. I wasn't surprised by the promo. <laughs> it, it's like people, I mean, people were genuinely surprised. Like, oh my God, I didn't know he had it in him. I didn't know, you know, like somebody actually stood up to Friedman and like, yeah. no, he Starks just said on TV the things that I've been saying here for the past year. Yeah. Starks have been saying the things like no joke, and that's not me patting myself in the back. He's been saying the things that makes that is the truth of why I think Friedman's boring. He's a one-note drum. 
He's yeah. played that note. Now, granted, if you like the sound of it, then it is what it is. I don't. So, unfortunately, I do think that both of them, you know, came off elevated from both sides of it because if Friedman wins, he comes off as the biggest asshole in the world, which <laughs> is his job. If Starks wins, it's almost a Cinderella story because people are treating him like he's Boise State. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I yeah. heard of you, but I didn't know that you were that good. Yeah, I'm starting to think like Starks is like, uh, 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 talk about Boise State, uh, but yeah, you, you're talking Bowl about eligible, like, but they're not beating Alabama. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying like, <laughs> or or just or just a quarterback in the wrong system. You know, it's just like, yeah, I know this guy got talent, but he, it, it's just well, uh, but, put him on another is, team, he's gonna shine. But this is also the problem, though, and and you know we've been talking about this over the past you know, few months as well. Uh, they mortgage their future on bringing in these already established stars and kind of put a lot of their homegrown stars uh, on the back burner. Uh, now, some of them, like Friedman left, um, you know, Jack Perry was involved in the longest feud ever with Christian and he got hurt. Um, you know, Darby's kind of been hit or miss, but he worked well with Sting. Okay, cool. Uh, Sammy got, you know, you know, got like Xbox heat uh, over the uh, over the course of the summer. So they never really got a fair shake. Adam Page got outclassed by Bryant. So his first time around. And then he loses the title. It's unfortunate because they mortgaged their future on guys like Punk coming in um, and guys like Adam Cole coming in and the Undisputed Era. They were all there um, at one point in time. And now that that's kind of floundered because this isn't 2015 anymore, 2016 anymore, we're kind of going back to square one with a lot of these faces that you and people are legitimately surprised. I didn't know he had it in it. Well, where have you been? Yeah. Well, well, to be fair, he never got the chance. Yeah. Hey, let's get a commercial break. We'll come back. We'll talk some NXT and then we'll wrap up the show for tonight. We definitely a little bit longer on our first ad, but it's all good. We'll get it all done. So we'll be back in a second, folks. If you're looking to expand your podcast reach, your website reach, as well as your social media branding, Visit BigGoldBelt.com for sponsorship and advertising opportunities. Big Gold Belt Media is the golden standard for all of your media needs. We offer pre-roll and mid-roll ad spots, on-air host reads done by yours truly, Damien G, on audio as well as video platforms. For inquiries, please email BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com for more information. Again, that's BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com for your inquiries for your business. Big Gold Belt Media, wrestling, movie, comics, and more. The Golden Standard. Right on, right on. Let's get to our indie spotlight of the week. Jamal, take us away. Yep. So I'll make a quick uh, we're going out to Pittsburgh for Enjoy Wrestling this uh, December 17th. Not this weekend, but next weekend. It's uh, the Enjoy Odyssey featuring the Enjoy Odyssey Battle Royale. Um, there's going to be a couple interesting matches. Uh, you have Lee Moriarty versus Ali Cat, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. Um, who doesn't love a good battle royale? It's out there in the Pittsburgh area, north of uh, Pittsburgh, north shore of the Allegheny, uh, at Mr. Small's Theater in Millvale. Doors open at 6, bell time's at 7. And you have um, December 17th. Uh, you can get your tickets at enjoy-wrestling.com. Uh, a lot of tickets have been sold. This thing will probably sell out. So definitely, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, West Virginia, Eastern Ohio, or anywhere, you know, get your ass to Pittsburgh to see Enjoy Wrestling, the Enjoy Odyssey Battle Royale on December 17th 
at the uh, Mr. Smalls Theater in Millville, Pennsylvania, enjoy-wrestling.com. All right, all right. Thank you, that. And again, for our indie spotlight each and every week after our commercial break, want to be featured, uh, give us a shout. Um, all social medias or at bigobelt.com. Uh, moving to NXT, moving along pretty fast here. NXT is back on the road. First of all, you all decided. Yeah, sure. It's long, it's long overdue. I'm glad it's finally happening because Lord knows this damn crop of kids that are now making up a good chunk of NXT desperately need to be in front of folks that aren't just in that damn performance center. And the coconut loop is something, but yeah. being in bigger buildings on the road in different towns is important. Yeah, listen, I, whoever whoever was in charge of the evaluation of when this was the proper time to do so, ha, shout, shout, shout out to them because they could have easily went and did this. But um, and obviously a, a lot had to do with the pandemic, but also too, you had to kind of reevaluate your, evaluate your, ta- your, your talent. You had to reevaluate your staff. And finally, to pull the trigger, uh, which obviously seems to be a goal for the first quarter of 2023 that they had their mindset. They're back on the road. February 4th, 2023, Vengeance Day, NST Vengeance Day. We're going to Charlotte. Uh-oh. Hey, that's about, what, four or five hours south? Might have to uh, see what's up with that. But it's been a while since NST has been in a uh, or, or any arena outside of town in, uh, in Florida. So I'm intrigued because big fan of the takeover the energy and takeovers the the um the cars have always been substantially good uh even before they uh before this uh but going back on the road getting in front of different audiences getting some of this talent in front of these uh different cities uh well deserved but also well needed to continue to mold and, and craft them before they get ready to be on SmackDown and Raw. Another interesting thing that I definitely just want to say, told you so. We talked about Triple H and Shawn Michaels uh, and their relationship like a couple of months ago on, on the show and it had came out today and I think Shawn Ross Sapp had said it that, uh, and maybe it was on, a, maybe it was on a, um, the media call today uh, but Shawn Michaels apparently says that him and Triple H do not communicate in terms of what he does down in NXT. He has full control and it is what it is. And I'm sure they're like they're friends and they talk, but they say they don't actually communicate in terms of what he does in NXT. I said this. I said that they're friends. There's no reason to micromanage him. Let him do what he, what he has to do. He's already been under your tutelage and how you run things. So your mindsets are clearly focused in the same direction here. So why would you need to come down there and have a strong grip on things? That's exactly what Triple H just came from with Vince. So why would you create that same circumstance for somebody you already trust and somebody you were already in the trenches with? So um, that's why NST is the way it is, and that's why it feels the way it is. And yeah, I'm 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 glad to hear that. Glad to hear that confirmed. So good stuff. People need to see Nikita Lions live. Yeah. Oh, Nikita Lions meet and greet coming to town. <laughs> hmm. Uh, Folks yeah, right. be lined up. Right. Right at stadium. <laughs> I, 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 I should have saw that one coming. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> but anywho, talk about NXT. Now, another thing we've been talking about with NXT, because uh, if you did watch NXT this week, the New Day comes and makes an appearance at NXT um, on, uh, I'm about to call it NXT Dynamite. What the hell is wrong with me? Uh, for Don't give me the uh, ideas. On this week of NXT, um, and they and they challenged pretty deadly 
for the NST Tag Team Champions. And obviously, this will make them a Grand Slam Tag Team Champions if they win. This is obviously a big match uh, for uh, w- uh, for NXT Deadline, which is... Is that this week, too? Yes. Next week. No, it's this week. It's same day it as ROH. Yeah, uh-huh. it's all the okay. same day. Same day as ROH. Here you go. Cool, ROH, cool, cool. The weirdness of this weekend is ROH is in the middle of the day, and then NXT is that evening. Oh, so they they're not switched. against each other. Didn't they do that before? But now they're switching, right? No, I thought it was like, well, one NXT was on one day and, and um, uh, AEW was on a different day. I don't think they were the same time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, my question now is we, we, we talked a lot about what NXT is. The feeder system, the minors, all that other stuff. We've seen folks come down to NXT to kind of get some momentum going you know the people like apollo ziggler all sorts of different folks that like what like what are they doing give them something to do it makes sense folks to get repackaged all sorts of different things but the new day coming down is absolutely a whole different story here now because that's not a tag team that needs any bit of lifting up or any bit of repackaging or anything so I, the question for you two is with the new day coming down for a tag team shot against pretty deadly what do you make of this and does this change your perception of what nxt is is this going to you know is this going to change the culture of nxt where now you really don't know who's going to come down you know does it does does the image and the perception of what nst is is being a feeder or 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 a minor league does that start to get brushed away now that anybody could just come and you know later later acts down and 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 now a match is is, is being created like what's, what's your thoughts and what we'll start with you yeah I, I when i saw them show up tuesday i was like oh damn Look at this. This is out of the, out of the blue. No tease. Just here they are. Here's the new day, and they're getting into it with pretty deadly. And obviously, you know, they've done that before, adding some star power from the main roster to the Tuesday show for whatever reason. Especially back when they were having the competition on Wednesday night, it was happening a lot more often. But hasn't been as often in recent memory. More than anything, we've seen your guys like Apollo coming to get a bit of repackaging to, to lose the gimmick he had and get rebranded and lose his accent and things <laughs> like that. In the New Day's case, just like you said to James, this isn't a matter of repackaging. What I think it is, the impression I got is Pretty Deadly is a hot property. I think they're an act ready to make the move. And I think this is simply, this is their final exam. They're bringing down the New Day to add some star power to the show but also to put pretty pretty deadly through the paces to see are they ready in the new year to come up. And hell, I'm all for that. Let's do that sort of thing. And like, you really want to see if these guys are ready. Sure, you can bring them up and have them work a match before Raw as a dark match. But hell, have them do something on the the little uh, special you got this weekend and do it on there. Why not? It doesn't have to happen before Raw. Have them do 20 minutes on a deadline this weekend. Just as effective instead of just doing it as a match on main event. So I think it's a matter of using the pieces you have available to, to do something extra like this adds a little more interest to deadline having the new day on there. And clearly I think once they're done new day, I'll just probably head right on back to, uh, to the main roster. I don't see them sticking around or anything. I don't think NXT is changing as far as the developmental, because that's what the whole last year has been about is reestablishing that. Look, 
this is the developmental territory. This is not a third brand. This is our developmental area. But I think there's a good use you can make of people coming down to add some star power while also being like, okay, these are the folks that are coming up. Let's see how they hang with them. Some of the larger sharks, some of the larger fishes in the pond. And we make it like a special attraction on the show as a little thing. That's what my thought. Okay. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. We've been saying this the whole time that NXT needs something a little bit more. Um, and, you know, having people come through as a surprise, you know, surprise program, uh, you know, draw some interest. And it's 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 different. And if anything, WWE could use a whole lot of different. So I, I don't I don't mind it, um, whether it's the New Day or AJ Stella or an Undertaker. I don't care who comes through. Um, <laughs> you know, shit, I mean, we what did we say six months ago? You want to go, Bert? Send Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> what did we say around WrestleMania time when they were doing the NXT uh, special? Goldberg versus Braun Breaker. Brook it. Book yeah. it right now. And that still stands. So I, what do they have? And also, what do they have to lose? This is the time for experimentation. This is the time where you can go out there and just throw in everything at the wall um, and, and see what sticks. And, and, and what's the worst that can happen? People don't watch NXT. I mean, it's not like. You know they they're have leveraging you know millions of dollars because you can always move up from NXT. You can always send them on the coconut looting to keep them off TV. And also, also this is really going to like Torin is going to have a more of an impact on NXT than these surprise uh, cameo appearances are, because what works in Full Sail but or the Performance Center may not work in Georgia. It may not work in in Seattle. It may not work in in Hawaii. So if you really want to test your metal about what's really good. You know, I think Turin is definitely the way to go because when Chase U comes out with like a full marching band and step team and all that other stuff, <laughs> will that work if they make it to like Knoxville, Tennessee? Well, yeah, it's college town. Will that work in Chicago? Well, I don't know. So that's kind of what I, I want to see. I want to, and, and I want to see that like maturation of NXT uh, full sale, uh, full scale. And as far as sending people down to, sure. You know, they have a pay-per-view to sell. Unlike the Briscoes, they can put people on TV. <laughs> so, yeah, send, send Dolph, send Goldberg, send, you know, send Shane McMahon, send Dolph, send them all. <laughs> um, what do they have to lose? Oh, man. Hey, see, speaking of uh, sin, uh, didn't they send, uh, God, what's his name, that they kept wanting that was supposed to show up on Raw for like a year. Um, oh, Veer. Veer, yeah. yeah. Send Veer. He's down yeah. there now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Had to, had to really hit the reset button on that one. Yeah, I, I mean, my only thing for this is that, yeah, this is definitely to to evaluate your talent. I mean, Pretty Deadly is your tag team champions. Um, if they can keep up one of, with one of the best tag teams in the world, then I think you have to um, closely keep them considered for when you may need them um, for dark matches, for uh, main event, and ultimately when they move up to the main roster. You know, they got a good gimmick. Uh, there's definitely a place for their gimmick. Uh, that gimmick has been super successful in different iterations. Um, so maybe they're they're getting ready for that. And I think the the the, the WWE tag team roster, the main, the main roster tag team division, um, could use a little something different here um, in bringing them up because you certainly got a lot of other people behind them uh, that you also need to get ready um, to 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 compete in NXT as they're still recruiting, 
still more tryouts. NIL got to be on the way again. Um, there's a, just a lot to consider for them. So, yeah. But, you know, should be really, 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 really fine. It should be really fine. We're going to see um, yeah. how that match plays out. Um, so, since we just breeze through the second half of the show, I guess <laughs> we go into overtime with our topics here and go about the one we didn't think we were going to have time for. Shall we, folks? With the rumor? The rumor? Sa- Are we talking? Sasha Banks. First of all, there's been a lot of rumors this week. Sasha Banks, The Rock, of these rumors now. Now, if you haven't heard, the, the, the Sasha Banks rumors that she's going to be at uh, New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 17 next month, um, according to a bunch of sources. Um, and then the other rumor is The Rock is supposedly um, getting ready uh, for his return and. I believe the rumor is saying Royal Rumble, but ultimately for WrestleMania, they're trying to work the deal out, and you know we're going to see how that plays out. But, um, gentlemen of the two rumors, uh, thoughts about them? Um, do you see there being any legs under them? Uh, would you like it to happen? Uh, all that. What's your thoughts? Uh, go ahead. Well, I, I can make it quick. All right. <laughs> I will make it quick. My thoughts when Sasha Banks got rumored today for Wrestle Kingdom were this. We've already seen that Triple H is open to doing stuff in Japan. We have Nakamura going over to do Great Muda's last few matches in uh, January. So he's doing something there. We have Carl Anderson in a week or so going to New Japan to drop the Never title that he never lost. So the idea that Sasha Banks is going to show up at the Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom doesn't sound like a huge stretch to me no one's saying she's gonna wrestle on the show there's just talk that she's gonna be there and i think the idea is okay maybe she figures into the stardom title match there because hey Kyrie's the champ it's someone we're familiar with i think the stars align nicely here to where this could very easily happen and not necessarily mean you know what people a lot of people were jumping to the idea of well if she's showing up on a new japan show that clearly means she's going to aew <laughs> i don't think it's that simple i don't think it's that simple given everything we else we see that's going on right now so we'll see i'm, I'm excited to see what happens i'm excited to see if there's any legs to this and how i look at it like this there's been all this talk about you know that they're, they're, they're trying to bring her back. They're still in discussions. She's you know still on the active roster. And, hey, I figure it's like she wants this as a little extra thing to get to get her interested in coming back. She wants to do something in Japan. I don't think that's some. I don't think that's a hurdle that would stand in the way of getting her back. This ain't the days of the old man who's going to be like, no, you work for me and that's it. It's like, oh, do something with Kyrie over in Japan, someone they know and they're familiar with. Yeah, I don't think that would be a huge stretch to happen. We'll yeah. see. Mm-hmm. There's, only and three, there's only three people that would get me to stay up and through the middle of the night that would make me watch Wrestle Kingdom. Nikita Lyons is one. <laughs> QT Marshall is two. <laughs> Who probably is going to be there? Don't tell me. Because I might I may stay up for that. <laughs> but Lions, Marshall, and the second and, and, and the third one would be Bret Hart for the Muda um you know sting shenanigans. Since those things may or may not happen, Sasha Banks doesn't move the needle for me. Um I, and also, also, I'm not convinced really that 
The Rock versus Roman Reigns is a huge deal either. I don't need to see that match. I don't. Well, number one, I don't need to see a Roman Reigns match anyway. Hey, for any wait, reason. wait. Before I forget, what's happening with Sting and Muda? Uh, retirement match at yeah, Russell. Muda's, Muda's doing his retirement tour. Yeah, so he's, he's got a couple retirement tour. Here and there. It's not, but it's yeah. not happening at specifically Wrestle Kingdom. I don't think it's officially been established. But with Sting, will be uh, in Japan in January. And he's because they also match. have a Wrestle Kingdom Revenge or Backlash or whatever the hell that is. Like right, 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 right. And 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 he's doing a match or yes, there's gonna be a tag yeah. match with him. Yeah, yeah. And Nakamura's <laughs> doing a match with Muda, but it's gonna be in a pro wrestling Noah. Right, so, I know about yeah. that. Okay, yeah. and yeah, Sting doing- and Muda are doing a match. Who who else is in the tag team? Um, I, I forget because I don't care. But um, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll see if I can find it. Go but, but, the, but, the, but the long and short of it is, I uh, you know these aren't things for me that would make me stay up to watch Wrestle Kingdom or make me pay or even worse fly out to WrestleMania um, for it. Uh, the Rock had his run. He's been gone longer than he's been there. I'm good. If anything, I'm more excited about The Rock doing another song with Tech Nine. I'm more excited about The Rock. <laughs> dude, dude. Look, it's it's about drive it's about power i'm just saying he told you what it was <laughs> i'm more excited about the xfl coming in February. i knew i knew you were saying that I i'm knew literally you were reading say the rule book right now yeah and i'm so glad they kept the play uh the, the playoff they kept the kickoff stuff the same love that 35 uh, second play clock very interesting but i'm more excited about those things i don't i mean the rockets had a great run he's had a hell of a historic run uh, I don't need him to do wrestling things anymore. He's well, well, well beyond that. And I definitely don't need him to do what Ron Reigns. Eh. And as far as Sasha Banks goes, at this point, I believe it when I see it. But even now, even right now, I really didn't think that she was good enough to walk into a room and command it, especially in Japan. So really, I'm going to need her to show and prove. Now, if she has a 27-star match at Wrestle Kingdom, cool. I'll catch it on the way to work in the morning. But realistically, I'm not expecting that to happen. I think Banks is a fine wrestler. I'm not necessarily on the hype train where I'm hanging on her with bated breath on her every move. What I am saying is that once she makes a move officially, cool. And that may happen January 1st, apparently. Whatever that is and whatever that's going to be, okay, fine. But But yeah, three weeks before then, um, I'm I'm over here studying the XFL rulebook for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put, put it this way: here here's the big curveball I could easily see happening. Could Sasha big, Banks man. appear at Wrestle Kingdom? Yes. You know what else I could see her doing that month? Appearing at the Royal Rumble too. Would not shock me in the least bit that she's but also, on both shows. What does in January? I, I listen. Here's no. my thing: Kari Hojo, Kari saying, um, is. Yeah, she's not working for WWE, but you have to understand that she is still a pseudo WWE ambassador, which means that like when you think about folks who knows the WWE system, you kind of look at the folks she works with and you you think that they are worth recruiting or at least evaluating because of it. You think about Sasha going to work there, it's a safety blanket. Um, mm-hmm. They speak the same language because of the system that this came out of. It's a friend of hers, somebody she's highly praised when they talk about the time in WWE. And the desires to work in uh, New Japan, they both may get what they want by the end of this year to work a match with each other 
on one of the biggest stages on one of the big one of their big nights. Um, it's not a big deal. This is nothing but like this is this is a dream match because not for fans, but for them because they want this to happen. And Sasha's going to get back to everything she, else she does, uh, work working uh, TV, working movies. And, and 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 by knocking this off, one will prove that she still has it for herself. One proves that she got to do the dream that she wanted to do. And as you said, if she does it, great. I don't see this being nothing but uh, uh, um, um, almost like an ad hoc, not an ad hoc, what's the word? Um, just working a one-off and just being done. And or she gets yeah. the desire itch to come back. Yeah, the Royal Rumble works right there. It's right there for no big deal. I don't even think that this deserves for folks to be like investing into in terms of like, oh my God, she has to do this, whatnot. Like, like she's having fun here. I, I don't. She's I don't clearly it... leaving. She's done. She's leaving. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Nobody gonna break up Jade, Jade Cargill, and Naomi uh, hanging out at the game because folks is like, this means she's going well, to AEW. It's like, God damn. In Atlanta, and she invited a friend to a game. What the problem is? The problem is that means she's going to AEW because they friends. That's what. Okay. That's that, yeah. Well. That's what that means. That's what Liv that Morgan means. too. Remember Jay Cargo and Liv Morgan were hanging out a couple weeks ago. So that's right. Clearly that's, right. that's happening too. Yeah. Live, 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 live to AEW. So yeah. And, and as far as the Rock, I mean, it's a complicated booking. Uh, but if they can make it happen, um, then it will be interesting. Um, I do not see that match as being. I, it is a big deal for WWE, huge name, call it what you want. Um, but that's also one of those type of things. Like if it happens, cool. If it don't, then oh well. But also remember, if you 